Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 5531 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. It's Wednesday here on this program. You know what that means. I don't even know what day it is half the time. But it's Wednesday, and I do know what that means. Tonight is AEW, and we've got the full lineup for the show here tonight. Six matches. Actually, it might be even more than that at this point. Uh, six matches announced for the show. Five matches in a uh, segment. Well, Chris Jericho's on commentary. I guess that's multiple segments. But we're going to go over the lineup for the show here tonight. Tell you what you can expect. Of course, we'll also talk about the NXT show from Tuesday night. And uh, we don't have a, a big update on Mercedes Martinez. But uh, she was hospitalized last night after Xia uh, Lee hit a spin kick right to the jaw and knocked her out. And they did the referee stoppage finish, which was legitimate. It wasn't like a worked finish. And uh, she was taken to the hospital, evaluated. I was under the impression this morning that she was all right, but uh, that's pretty much all I know. So if we hear anything more on the show today, I will let you know. But we'll talk about the rest of the NXT show. We have a new North American champion which suggests that the former North American champion may be heading up to the main roster here somewhat soon. We got the Raw ratings from Monday night. Not a good number at all. We got the Saturday Night Dynamite number, which was up 18% from the previous week that aired on a Friday. This, of course, was for the Jungle Boy Championship match with Kenny Omega. We got uh, Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch getting married and a bunch of other news as well. Chris Dickinson, the Dirty Daddy Chris Dickinson, is going to be joining us in the final segment of the show. We can talk about the Ring of Honor Best in the World show, which is taking place on July 11th. Roosh will be facing Bandito. A number of other matches as well. New Japan Strong. We can talk to him about a lot of different things. Back in a moment to kick it off, everybody. Wrestling Observer Live. Ron Barr here. Now that people are getting out and exercising more, I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. 
Relief Factor helps those exercise-related pains and general muscle aches and pains. Now, if you're going to be working in the garden, you're going to be using your hands a lot. And if your hands hurt, listen to what Julia Brown had to say about using Relief Factor. I had pain in my hands that kept me from work and doing projects around the home. I heard about Relief Factor on the radio and began taking it, and it left me with pain-free hands again. I was able to do the things around the house that I enjoy doing. I'm so glad I found Relief Factor. 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Be sure to check out Relief Factor at relieffactor.com or give them a call at 800-500-8384. That's 800-500-8384. Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. It's important to choose your battles wisely. Starting a business and experiencing growing pains can be stressful. Focus on your most valuable assets and stay steady on the path to success. While you are still small, you don't have the time, resources, or influence to do everything at once. You need to be careful what you decide to go after and set achievable goals, especially when it comes to your marketing budget. Each small win will make the next one easier. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. It's the perfect season for a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Summer Sale Event. Save up to 45% on secure PCs built for business with Windows 10 Pro. You'll also find great savings on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and other accessories to help boost productivity. Plus, enjoy free shipping on everything. Do more with modern devices and Windows 10 Pro. Call 877-ASK-DELL for a Dell Technologies advisor who can help you find the right tech. That's 877-ASK-DELL for business specials during Dell's Summer Sale Event. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Yes, Mike is back today. Are you well-rested, Mike? I am. I am indeed. Yeah. Yes, I am. I'm not. Let me oh, tell yeah? you all something, okay? What? If it is in my power, if it is in my power... And actually, yesterday was not in my power because we lost power. I will never do four shows in one day again. That was that was a long day. But, hey, so we much. pulled it off. Mm. And today we've got two big shows to do, this one and uh, Wrestling Observer Radio later on. And uh, big show today, Chris Dickinson is joining us. As we'll talk about when he comes on the air, what a life this guy is living right now. He's got a ring of honor, best in the world 
coming up on July 11th. He's got New Japan. They're putting tickets on sale today for their first events with live crowds coming up in August. And uh, he is listed for that event as well. The uh, Los Angeles Thunder Studios on August 16th. We'll talk to him about all of that. But first off, if you watched uh, NXT last night, they were doing this match. It was a uh, it was a mixed tag team match. Boa and Xia Li. And boy, did I forget how tall Boa was. So, I don't know if you guys are aware of this or not, but Vince McMahon is going to head to the uh, Performance Center to uh, scout talent. And uh, it was originally announced. It wasn't announced, but like the word was it was going to be on Thursday. I have now been told that there is no specific day that he is going to be there. Probably because word got out that he was going there on a specific day and... You know how these, there's been some problems down there in, uh, anyway, so, uh, he's going to look around and man, he's going to take one look at this boa and all that work they did for the TN Shah or whatever the name of this, of this group is, they're probably going to lose boa immediately once he sees how tall this guy is, but, uh, they did the match and I mean, I think that it actually might have been the planned finish one way or the other. Because it was right at the end of the match. They were doing all the near falls. There had been a hot tag the whole nine yards. And Zia Lee spins around, and she boots Mercedes Martinez. And, man, Mercedes just did the face-first plunge right into the mat, and she was out. And uh, they went to do the cover, and she sort of tried to turn on her side, but, like, she was stiff as a board. Referee noticed immediately uh, this this professional wrestling worked referee was better than half the shoot referees I've seen in MMA. Stopped the match immediately, and uh, you could see. I mean, poor Zia Lee was just devastated by what she'd done. They're trying to announce her as the winner. I mean, her lip is quivering. I mean, she's supposed to be looking tough and mean because her character knocked out this other character, but her character actually knocked out the other character. And then they're up on the ramp, and they're supposed to be doing the big celebration or whatever. And you see Zia Lee, and she's got um, she got all of her makeup on and everything. And you just see this dark makeup tear that runs down her face as they cut away. Like, I felt bad for both of them, because obviously she didn't mean to do it. And I felt horrible for Mercedes, because she got knocked out. And Zia Lee's supposed to be in character, but she's crying on the ramp that she accidentally knocked her friend out. It was rough. But I think that uh, that Mercedes is going to be okay. I do want to say one other thing, and that was that I got some texts and emails last night going, this is the second time this has happened with Zaya. Remember when she destroyed, uh, what's her name, Aaliyah with a kick a couple of years ago? That one was a work. Uh, I don't know exactly what was, I think it was nasal surgery or something, but uh, uh, Aaliyah was going to have, something done a procedure and so that was a storyline to explain why she was being gone uh that was not a legitimate kick that happened with Aaliyah. that was that was a storyline pretend legitimate kick this one was a real life real life legitimate kick so uh, i don't want to see people getting all on uh Zia lee for that one because that one was the last one was done for uh other purposes but anyway that was that it sucked Sure did, did it, Mike? Yeah, that sucked. It was horrible. 
<laughs> what a what a handoff that was. Yeah, that's great. That sucked, didn't it? it well, yeah, obviously it did. Okay, it, it, I don't know what more that really. No, just that. move on then. You know what else about, happened on the show last night, everybody? Wait, wait, wait. We wait, have wait a, a second. new. Wait a second. Wait a second, you geek. Now you're gonna jump in since you brought up Tian Shah. You brought up Boa going up to the main roster. What about Mei Ying? Would Mei Ying be a good uh, play person for Alexa Bliss and Lily? You got the the four thousand no. or ten thousand year old woman, and and everybody is just creating spells and putting them on each other. Why not? Well, because it would suck. I mentioned so Boa because he's tall. Sucks. I mean, this uh, the thousand-year-old lady. I don't even know if she's tall or not because she's she's always sitting down. But if Lily's she's five feet tall, tall uh, well, Lily's a doll, and besides, she's been she's been uh, she's been. Alexa's only time five out, feet so we don't tall. Even have a Lily, is no, Alexa five feet know. tall? Let's talk I'm, about I'm, our I'm, new North American champion. Oh, look at this. We have a new North American champion with one hour's build. They ended up doing a North American Championship match on the show, and uh, we have a new champion, uh, Swerve Scott. He won the title, and uh, I'm not sure if you guys are aware of this or not, but Bronson Reed, who I'm very high on, by the way, uh, hopefully Vince's as well, Bronson Reed ended up doing a bunch of um, dark matches, and clearly they must have liked him because they took the North American title off of him. They didn't even, like, shoot an angle and say, next week we're going to do this this uh, North American Championship match. They did it at the end of the show. They gave the guy a lot. They beat him. So my presumption is, and of course it's a presumption because it's WWE, but my presumption is this guy is getting called up at any time. Now, the other thing, we can talk more about that in a moment, but uh, this was the go-home show for the Great American Bash. The Great American Bash is next week. They did not announce Johnny Gargano versus Karrion uh, uh, Cross for the Great American Bash. Thank God, because, dude, what do you want me to say? Clearly, they're building towards Karrion Cross and Johnny Gargano. You guys think that some of the previous stuff they've done like uh, with Ember Moon before her takeover match. You think stuff like that was bad? Or uh, some of the, like, Rey Mysterio and Roman Reigns? Boy, they had Karrion Cross crush Johnny Gargano and make him look like a five-year-old. I mean, he just ruined this guy on the show. And when this show was over, it was like, do I have any interest in seeing Johnny Gargano versus Karrion Cross? Zilch! But Karrion Cross has also been doing a lot of dark matches. So I'm looking at this thinking, are they going to call this guy up and Johnny Gargano is going to beat Karrion Cross to win the, uh, the the NXT title? I don't know, but if that's the plan. Well, who do you bro. believe in more? Do you believe in more in Gargano going up against Karrion Cross, Or do you believe in MSK going up against Thatcher and Ciampa? Because that slap to the face and the way that whole thing went, Boy, make you believe that MSK, these small kids, have no shot whatsoever against these grown-ass men. They did do that, but I mean, at the end of the day, at least MSK are champions. At least they are the champions of the world in storyline. Johnny Gargano is a guy who's done a bunch of comedy, and then a week ago they decided that he was going to be like a serious babyface, and then I don't even know what he was supposed to be on this show. I think he was supposed to be a babyface for the night, 
But man, Karrion Cross just humiliated this bloke. Just Johnny made him look like a bag. child. Yes, Johnny I mean, Heavybag. Samoa Joe, he grabbed him by the nape of the neck and he 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 dragged him in the building and he said, "You you overstepped your bounds tonight," or something like that. I was like, "Wow." Well, hey, he should have just drove off and went away. He wanted to try to set up Cross again, and it blew up in his face. Him and his geek friend, and they got beat up. Dude, they were geeks. They were. So I don't know who's going to beat Karrion Cross. They've been geeks. I know he's Johnny, I I turn it on when I want to, or I'm Johnny, now I'm Johnny Takeover, and Johnny Great American Bash, whatever it is, but he's been Johnny Geek. He's been Johnny Comedy. He's been Johnny Dork. He got treated like it. Makes sense. This person person says if they fully turn Gargano back babyface, he can beat Cross. Bro, anybody can beat Cross. I mean, you could have Zia Lee beat Cross if you wanted to. The the question is, like, who can believably beat this guy and carry on the NXT title? And after watching last night's show, it ain't Johnny Gargano. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. 
Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912 That's 800-403-5912 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back at the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Sometimes my life is a war. Oh, Lord. But I got it handled. Mm-hmm. Chris Dickinson will be joining us in the next segment of the show. You sure about that? Yeah, I'm positive. All right. Because I'm a professional. Mm. I, always, I always get things done. Somehow. Hey, Denise, Denise had some bloopers there during the break for everybody watching on Twitch. Dude, we had a real-life blooper here on the other side. I was going to say, when are people going to see these highlights, or lowlights as they were? All right, here's a lineup for tonight's AEW. Yes, AEW is back on Wednesdays. We have a big... Actually, it's interesting because I presume... I presume MGF and Sammy is going to be the main event, but I actually don't know because there's several really big matches here on this show. MGF and Sammy Guevara which they've been building up forever. Uh, that's tonight. We have got Eddie Kingston and Penta versus the Young Bucks in a non-title match where if Kingston and Penta win, they will earn a future title shot, which I presume they're going to win, and I presume that match is going to be awesome. So we'll see where they place that. I wouldn't be surprised if that opened the show, actually. And uh, then we've got Miro and Brian Pillman Jr., for the TNT title, and I guess if I had to uh, book my own show, I would put um, I would put the Young Bucks match to open. I would put Miro and Brian Pillman Jr. at the top of the second hour, and I would do MGF and Sammy for the main event. And we also have Britt Baker and Rebel versus Nyla Rose and Vicky Guerrero. Is it wrong? I'm most looking forward to that match. We got Jericho doing commentary, and we got the Jungle Boy. Versus Jack Evans. That is the lineup for the show tonight. And uh, if you haven't heard it, by the way, we did a show with Chris Jericho yesterday talking about his new book, which you can access if you're at uh, WrestlingObserver.com. And uh, it's pretty cool. It's got a list of every single one of his matches from day one all the way to his 30th anniversary match with uh, Dr. Luther and Serpentico. And there's all sorts of information. There's payouts. He does his own star ratings for all of these matches. And uh, Friday on the show, Lance Storm is going to be on the program. And uh, Lance was in Jericho's very first match and uh, a couple of other matches, you know, one or two in his career as well. So I'm going to get Lance's thoughts on some of these star ratings oh, no. and whether or not he thinks that these star ratings were, were uh, inflated or whether he thinks that Jericho did not give himself enough credit. So that's going to be an interesting one for uh, for Friday's show. You know, that's one of the things you should do is go back in the history of Lance and have Lance in 2021 critique one of his matches from back in the day, preferably one with somebody like Jericho in it. I think that would actually make for some uh, a pretty good show. 
What I think we should do is is uh, for our Twitch homies, uh, the the uh, the the main Twitch homies, we should do one of those uh, Lance deals where he critiques matches. But it will be one of my favorite matches of all time, the legendary Brian Alvarez versus Ideal Canadian match. Oh yeah, see what he thinks about that one. <laughs> yeah. You know, AEW I proved America's superiority over Canada in that match. Oh, yes. God bless Brian Alvarez. God bless America. But uh, AEW's got some competition tonight. I know you're not a big sports fan or anything like that, but Game 2 of the Stanley Cup Finals, Montreal and Tampa Bay. Uh, Nobody watches hockey. Of course, nobody watches hockey, of course, there. But uh, that comes out at 8 o'clock Eastern. At 9 o'clock Eastern, though, of course, everybody watches the NBA. And you have the Clippers and Phoenix and what was it, Game 4, I, I think we're at there. So they have back-to-back, like, legitimate competition uh, that is going to cramp them, especially once 9 o'clock comes. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see what they do at the top of the hour if they decide, if they're even concerned with anything, they're going to go on as they usually do. But it'll be interesting to see what they put there. Do they put a, a Jericho interview there or a high-profile interview as opposed to a match? It'll be interesting. Yeah, and as noted, tonight is the end of an era after well over a year. This is the last pandemic show for AEW. They will be leaving Daly's place after tonight. So they're going on the road a little bit earlier than WWE. And it's going to be uh, fascinating to uh, see the wrestling world begin to return to normal. New Japan, they're selling tickets. They're going to be having fans in the building uh, TNA, I think their Slammiversary show, they're going to be fans in the building. Obviously, Raw, SmackDown, and pay-per-views, so there you go. Speaking of Raw, by the way. Game 6, by the way, tonight. Yes, Game 6, I was going to tell you that. Oh, sure you were. I was. Mm-hmm. Last uh, Monday's edition of Raw averaged 1.57 million viewers on the USA Network. It was down 8.7%. From last week, the second lowest viewership Raw has drawn this year. The third lowest in the history of the show. Do you guys remember when uh, Monday Night War kicked off in the the early 90s? Some of you weren't even born yet. Honolulu, he was going to be born for a decade afterwards. Well, in the entire history of Monday Night Raw. Remember that guy the other day where I was talking about somebody? He goes, what difference does it make? Well, here we are. The third lowest viewership ever in the history of the show. We're talking preemptions. We're talking blah, blah, blah. Not as good. Monday's NBA Western Conference Finals. Game on ESPN averaged 5.7 million viewers and aired opposite Raw for most of the show. Obviously, there was strong competition, but when you look at the third lowest viewership in the history of the show, Dude, they go up against football games on Monday night that do like 15 million viewers, that do like three times the number of this NBA Western Conference Finals game here. So, not good. 0.41 in the 18-49 to demo, down 16.3% from last week. Only 535,000 viewers drop a 15%. Rating matches the all-time low... That Raw has done in 18 to 49. That was set on December 14th of last year, which was going head to head with football. So uh, year over year, Raw down 9.5 percent in viewers, 
14.6% in 18 to 49. And that's comparing it directly to pandemic era shows in empty buildings. And I like the show. Saturday Night's AEW Dynamite, on the other hand, 649,000 viewers on Saturday night. I thought this show was going to do potentially 500,000 or lower because they were getting people into the Friday night habit, and then suddenly it was on Saturday night. But instead, very clear, Saturday night is a better night for AEW than Friday night. It was up 17.8%. This was the Kenny Omega Jungle Boy Championship match, 18-49. to 49. Dynamite did a .21 rating, and uh, they also faced stiff competition NBA Conference Finals, 5.6 or 5 to 6 million viewers. Uh, so there you go. They're up 2.5%. And I don't even know how this is possible. They're up 2.5% in overall viewership on a Saturday night compared to a Wednesday regular scheduled show last year. So there you go. What do you think they're doing tonight, Mike? Well, first, let me go back to Raw for a minute, because unless I'm reading this incorrectly, it's the second lowest viewership this year. You just go back five weeks, and that's when you get that lowest viewership, uh, 0.43, 18 to 49, and 1.557 million people, which means in the last five weeks, they've had their two lowest numbers of the year. That That's not good. That doesn't, that doesn't feel good at all. Um... MJF and Sammy, you know, I think that's the main event of the show. I like the idea of starting with the Young Bucks against Kingston and Penta. You know, I, when it comes to Britt Baker and Rebel against Vicky and and, uh, and Nyla Rose, I'm guessing that's going to be somewhere in the second hour, uh, insulated maybe to bring everybody down with some little bit of comedy uh, before we get to the main event. But uh, Miro and Brian Pillman, that's interesting. You know, something to put at the top of the hour because you got a guy with Brian Pillman who absolutely stands out. He obviously, wrestling fans have a real connection with him and Miro. You know, Miro is a, you know, he's been on a hot streak as far as the continuation of that character and getting this monster killer, this uh, egotistical, maniacal man over. So that may actually be a nice way to start the top of the second hour. Um, I'm not sure though. Either way, I think the tag match, if it doesn't kick off the show, then it's definitely going to be, uh, you know, eight o'clock leading into nine. My prediction for, uh, tonight's AW is low 800s. Oh, you want I think they're going number. to do tonight. Uh, what? How about, I'll say high sevens. I didn't know you wanted a number for the, uh, the show yes. tonight, but I'll, I'll say That's 700, uh, 775,000 people. 775? Sure. I say uh, 815 tonight. That's my All prediction. Right. 815,000. And, uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh. You'll play Dom right for that, there. huh? Oh, yeah? yeah. I think he accidentally, uh. He, he, uh. What do they, what do they call it? Butt like? That, that thing where, like, somebody likes something on Instagram, but, but, like, they did it with their butt. It's so, always like, oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, listen. Do people butt, butt dialing like things like they butt dial? Butt dialing is one thing. But, bro, you know how little that button is that you have to push? How small does your butt have to be to accidentally hit that heart? Back in a moment, Observer Live.
builder's demand is through the roof. To keep up, his business needs a stronger foundation. Just one sec. Bow's Builders, this is Bow. This weekend? Yeah, we can do it. Indeed can help him hire the people he needs. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. When you sponsor a job, you immediately get your short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. My doctor prescribed me Viagra. It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use viagra if we're over 50 we need it but not at high prices call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just 99 dollars 800-399-3691 800-399-3691 that's 800-399-3691 i'm gonna tell you how you can get real health care for as little as six dollars a day yes now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50 percent off your current monthly health care payments our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed can't afford health benefits where they work or just want to pay less for their current health care and coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition we even offer some of the new christian faith-based health benefits save up to 50 percent on your family's health care make a free quick call now there are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period call provision enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at six dollars a day 800-472-5145 800-472-5145 that's 800-472-5145 Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Very happy today to be joined by the dirty daddy himself, Chris Dickinson, is joining us here today. And uh, Chris, how you doing? I'm good. That was an awesome... Uh song there for the intro there i like that i choose all the music personally little uh little kind of like uh what is a retro wave style yeah actually mike chooses the music so i'll give him a shout out there <laughs> so listen chris the first time that i ever saw you live was on the american rana uh 2019 show i think it was august of 2019 and uh filthy tom and i were having a tag match there 
and uh, I was brutally killed by Nick Gage, and he ended my career and almost broke my neck. And uh, before the show started, you, I don't want to call it a promo because it wasn't a promo, but it was a speech to all of the boys. And uh, I listened to that, and I thought, this is a man who loves professional wrestling. Do you remember this speech? Oh, yeah, I remember it for sure. You fired that place up. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I I think uh, it, that 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 day was a culmination of ten years of uh, hard work and a lot of uh, blood, sweat, and tears, and a lot of dues paid to get to that point. And um, I think I just wanted to make sure that everybody understood. Maybe someone like yourself, um, some of the other competitors that hadn't been there before, or people who weren't with us regularly, that uh, what it under, what, I wanted them to understand what that meant to me what it meant to everybody involved that have, you know, had worked for so long for it to get to that point. Now, you obviously, I mean, just of late, uh, living the life, I mean, uh, you're on New Japan Strong, you're on these uh, Ring of Honor pay-per-views, you're obviously, I mean, it was a pandemic, so there was limited dates and everything like that, but... You're I fighting mean, off cops in Laramie, Wyoming? <laughs> yes, oh, I, I yes. I have nothing to do with that, bro. I, I don't set nothing on fire. I don't use barbed wire. I, <laughs> I, I put on, I had a nice, I had a very, very gentlemanly, uh, you know, uh, sportsman-like professional wrestling match with Two Cold Scorpio. Shout out to my boy, Two Cold Scorpio. So the cops were not there for me. I, I saw the cops and I said, it is time to go. <laughs> that, <laughs> well. That's my exit. <laughs> That match so with tell Scorpio us about... was awesome. I'm sorry, Brian. I just, let me just jump in here real quick on that one. Just what was it like working with Scorpio and 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 just with with GCW? Because I, I think you know for a lot of people that are now seeing you in Ring of Honor, now seeing you in New Japan, a lot of people have watched you on the Indies for a long time, including in GCW. And then yeah. Too Cold Scorpio seems to be doing a lot uh, with GCW coming in and working. What's it like working with a guy that I'm sure you grew up watching and have got a lot of respect for? You know, it's always incredible when you do uh, work with someone that you, I've watched for a long time. Someone like him, he was a big part of me and my friends' um, circle growing up as one of like our favorite wrestlers. As like maybe one of those guys who didn't exactly get the the big push or wasn't the big WWF champion guy or whatever. But he was one of me and my friends' like favorite wrestlers, so it was a big deal to me. And like my friends, I grew up with, we were all talking like the days leading up to it, like, "Oh my God, I'm going to wrestle Tuco Scorpio." And then I finally did, and the, one of the first things I did, if you watched the match, was I shot in for that Sabu like single leg ankle pick that he always does on him because that's you know you know when Sabu dives at people's feet. Yep. Yeah. Does the uh, what do they call it? The uh, uh, I forget. Anyway, he could do it with a pick. He would, he would just do it to guys, and they'd walk ankle pick. Yes. Yeah, the ankle pick. Sometimes he'd get them. And I was like looking at him, squaring up with Scorpio, sizing him up. And I was like, I'm going to do the Sabu single uh, leg ankle pick. Here we go. Boom. And I'm like, it's it's moments like that where I do say to myself, like, what's going on? This is surreal. But he's uh, he's incredible. He's 55 now and uh, still going. And, we, you know, it was it was a pleasure to work with him. Now, we're going to talk about this uh, Ring of Honor pay-per-view here in a moment. But uh, I want to ask you quickly about New Japan Strong as well. Uh, they've got tickets on sale going. Uh, they're going on sale today. Uh, the Resurgence Show, they're August fourteenth, right the Torch. Yep, on sale right now, so you can check it out. You're listed for all of these shows, and uh, 
when you first appeared on New Japan Strong, it was like, oh man, Dickinson's here in New Japan. And you did a promo after one of your matches, and it was like, oh, this guy is just like, he is living the life. Tell us about the first contact you had with them, what was going through your mind, and what it meant for you to get this call. Well, long story short, when I was in Japan in February, um, you know, freelancing and working for indies and, and you know, st- and stuff like that, uh, I realized then in February of 2020, like, man, I'm pretty, pretty over here. And uh, these people really love me and I love this place. And I was like, if I'm going to come back here, you know, and make this a thing, which I was and, you know, keep doing what I was doing, if I'm going to go work for Zero One or Freedoms or Big Japan or, you know, GCW goes back, whatever, you know, do indie stuff or freelance around, that's fine and I could do that. But I was like, there's no reason why I shouldn't probably try to talk to New Japan Pro Wrestling because at the time the matches were um, – kind of coming into fruition with Shingo and Minoru Suzuki for WrestleMania weekend. So, you know, if you're just making sense in my mind, if I'm wrestling these guys over here who are top stars of the company, there's, I don't think there's any reason why I shouldn't try and maybe uh, establish some contact with the company. And when I was over there, I ironically went to a gold's gym where uh, many of the guys who were there on tour at the time um, staying in uh, probably Tokyo Dome City, that area over there. We're going to this particular Gold's Gym. Like I ran into Kenta, who I had already previously known. Uh, I met him one time at NXT. Very nice guy. He actually speaks perfect English. He's a total gentleman. And I met uh, El Fantasmo. Robbie Eagles recognized me. He was the first one who recognized me. Long story short, I ended up meeting all different guys from the roster. And I was like, man, you know, I, I saw uh, Hanare, who I actually had a – I trained Hanare in 2016 when he was on like an excursion in in the UK and I was training people in a school there in like in the northern UK. So I had some history with some guys there and was friends with guys and I was like, man, all these guys are super nice. They all look like they're having the time of their lives. They're working for the biggest, best company. I was like, I should probably reach out. So I, I tried to reach out to Rocky Romero around uh, the time with um, like going into mania, but you know, just talking, not nothing serious. No, no, just Hey, you know, this is me. I'm going to wrestle uh, Shingo or Suzuki. I just want to introduce myself. We never really had a conversation, whatever. Obviously, everything went to went to hell. You know, the pandemic happened. And, you know, it was, it was dark times, man. Uh, you know, talking about how it was like getting that call. I mean, getting any call, getting any opportunity, just finding out that anyone I was working for was going to be pushing forward through it like a GCW. I mean, it was incredible and so uplifting. But, yeah, those were dark times. And then when uh, I finally saw they started producing that show, because I'm a big New Japan Pro Wrestling fan, I, I started watching every episode. And I was like, man, this is it. I got, I got to be a part of this. This is this is going on. You know, this, they're, they're really nailing this the format of the no fans and this and I loved it. And I actually started uh, working for Dave Marquez's at a new project called the United wrestling network primetime live. So I was going to be going out to LA doing something very similar. Both uh, his, his production team also produces the new Japan show. So I got to actually get face to face with Rocky uh, sometime in like September when I was out there and just talk a little bit and, yeah, when I finally got asked to do the show and come in for tapings, I was absolutely uh, just, uh, I guess, elated or just on. I was so blown away and just so proud and happy because I didn't 
slow down at all. I tried to work as much as I could because I have no choice. I mean, professional wrestling is my is my job, and I didn't want to give it up. That was my biggest thing with the whole pandemic was I just I didn't want to take no for an answer. I didn't want to think believe in my mind that this was the door getting shut, you know. So New Japan Pro Wrestling, I mean, was a huge, huge, huge like hand digging down into that quicksand and, and pulling me out and just gave me such a boost of confidence and and, gave, and put me on such a, uh, a platform that I'd never been on before that I, I felt like I always really belonged on. And um, then the development of the chemistry between the locker room at Strong over over the months and months and months that I've been there, the the, the working relationships, the friendships, I mean everybody kind of in the same boat we all want to get back to japan for our own reasons we all want to you know just produce the best possible pro wrestling that we could and a lot of guys that are just really into pro wrestling love pro wrestling and are here to do pro wrestling you know so it's it's uh it's amazing it's it's so amazing to be a part of it and uh I'm so grateful that, uh, you know, Rocky has, has brought me on board and I've, I've had the opportunities I have from New Japan Pro Wrestling. You know, I think it was the uh, the last Ring of Honor pay-per-view where you made your uh, debut at the end of the show. I could be wrong about that, but uh, it was just like, oh, man, I've been watching this. I mean, it was like you went fr- – I was watching every week on New Japan Strong and then all of a sudden I turned the ROH pay-per-view and there you are in the main event. And it's like, this guy's everywhere now. And then you split with uh, Filthy – and uh, ended up doing the big filthy versus dirty match for the uh, <laughs> New Japan Open Weight title, which was yeah. awesome. And then, of course, uh, you've got the pay per view coming up July 11th. It is the uh, the Ring of Honor uh, Best in the World pay per view. And at this point, even though you're on the show, we don't have a match announced for you. But a little birdie, who was not Chris Dickinson, by the way, everybody, told me that in fact there may be a match with you on this pay per view. So, are there any hints that you might be able to drop about what's going on July 11th? Uh, I don't want to divulge too much information, but, I mean, you could do the homework just, you know, as long as you're following Ring of Honor and watching. I mean, in my opinion, now being a part of the team over at Ring of Honor as well, um, I mean, the production is just, first of all, top-notch. I mean, top to bottom, the show just looks so good. Being there and... um, even though it's an it's an empty arena, the way that it's set up and the the way that they that they run the ship there, man, I can't say enough good things about that crew um, behind the scenes and the locker room. Uh, I'm really really happy to be a part of that. And uh, like I said, I can't really divulge too much information, but as long as like you're following and watching week to week and listening to Quinn McKay and doing your homework, I'm sure maybe you could piece together where I'll probably end up at the pay per view, but I'm not, I can't I can't I can't give you too much information. Are you telling me that if fans watch Ring of Honor and New Japan Strong Television, things that occur lead to other things in a logical step-by-step fashion? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. I mean, if you guys actually really want to watch pro wrestling and not like, you know, some sort of uh uh, uh weird days of our lives general hospital type of uh show or something like that uh you know uh, if you if you want to just watch us do the pro wrestling you could come over to njpw strong and ring of honor i think we we get it done hey nobody did better pandemic wrestling than ring of honor and new japan strong i don't think either one they both were fantastic with the presentation it was it was it's been great well listen this is something i uh you know, this is something that it's almost to a fault, I guess you could say. I, but I'm I'm honest, so I'll be. 
I, I can't get behind something or want to really throw everything I have into something if I can't um, personally enjoy it. Maybe that's a problem, you know, whatever. But um, I was watching the New Japan Strong Show months and months leading up to me before I was even there. And I just I, I loved it because I have a shorter attention span. I'm more of a of a wrestling uh, fan that I like to watch matches. I like to watch. Uh, I, I like to move around. I have a shorter attention span. I don't like to stick on the same thing for a long period of time. I'm not going to sit there every Monday night and watch Raw. That's just not my jam. I got out of that when I was in high school, and I never really looked back. I'm not somebody that even watches television. I don't watch TV shows. So, I love the concept of the fact that it's an hour. You know, get some solid pro wrestling you get some very basic simple easy to read uh angles and stuff that do not insult your intelligence actually chris hold that thought we'll uh we'll get back to that right after the break stick around everybody observer live your dog is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is maybe they seem slow or lethargic and maybe they just don't have energy wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life pet joy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products if your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want just let us know and we'll make it right totally risk-free what do you have to lose you can't buy Pet Joy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. Do you need to sell your home? If you've sold a home before, you remember how stressful and expensive it was. Sold.com is here to help you sell your home for the most money and with the least amount of stress. There are new ways to sell your home that you've never heard of before. Did you know there are companies who will offer you cash for your home? Did you know you could trade in your home for a new one? Did you know there are realtors who will sell your home for a flat fee instead of an expensive commission? It's true. Sold.com services are free. So if you're looking to sell, make this free phone call right now and learn how your next home sale can be faster and easier than you ever thought possible. Pick up your cell phone and call right now. 800-449-1759. 800-449-1759. 800 449 1759. Again, that's 800 449 1759. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time 
time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Joined today by Chris Dickinson. Very quickly, July 11th. Sunday, Baltimore, Maryland, the first Ring of Honor pay-per-view in 17 months with fans, best in the world. Chris Dickens is working that show, New Japan Strong, every Friday night, njpwworld.com. And uh, Chris, I want to give you a shot here today to get some plugs in for all of your social media, all of your shows, the whole nine yards. Hey, first off, wherever you're traveling from, I'm looking forward to seeing you at the pay-per-view. I'm looking forward to seeing you in Los Angeles for New Japan's return to live shows here in the United States. If you want to find me, you can find me on Twitter. It's at Dirty Dickinson. If you want to find me on Instagram, please follow me on Instagram. It's at Born Dirty, Die Dirty. I'm looking forward to seeing you all in person. It's been a long time, and I miss you. At Dirty Dickinson up there on Twitter, everybody. And uh, we were talking during the break. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this or not. You probably can tell from listening. But uh, not a lot of people bigger fans of wrestling than Chris Dickinson. So we're going to do this again at some point with more time. And we're just going to talk some wrestling. Yeah. Like I said, uh, during the break, Manabu Nakanishi matches at 4 a.m., baby. That's that's when I knew that this man was. <laughs> when you're watching Manabu Nakanishi at 4 a.m., you're in the top 1% of wrestling fans in this world, it, my friends. So. It's just like, you know, you watch w- one more match and it's like, oh, I think I'm going to go to bed. But it's like, but I don't even have to wake up tomorrow. Just watch one more. <laughs> A real wrestling well, I want to thank fan, so much for uh, doing the show today. That's right. That's that's the kind of fan we're looking for here. July 11th, best in the world. Check it out. Chris, I want to thank you so much for doing the show today. And, of course, everybody okay, for so listening. We'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.